0: Na ga 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 Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Intergalactic Wit Podcast. I am the host, Mova Wit, and I have a question for you all before I start today's show. Can we talk? Okay, let's talk. Let's have a conversation, okay? Alrighty, so let me just go ahead and start the show with the current world events. For those who don't know, um, there were some tornadoes. The weather has been crazy. Even though we are now into spring, um, the tornadoes that took place recently that did a lot of damage was in the state of Alabama and Mississippi. Um, Mississippi had at least 25 dead and a lot of houses and property, businesses, all of that are destroyed. Some people were injured. Um, The weather has definitely been wicked. Um, Yeah. Um, let me just get over to um, something else that happened. Um, for those who don't know, the state of North Carolina has passed the uh, legalization for medical use of marijuana. Um, it has joined forces with some other states who also had decided to go green and you know make cannabis legal whether it's for recreational use or for medical use. Um, There's been more and more states who have been passing the law to make it legal. So North Carolina, they didn't make it legal for recreational use, but they did recently make it legal for medical use. And the bill passed March 1st of this year. So those are the few things that I noticed current news-wise. If I missed over anything, I apologize. Oh yeah, one last thing before I uh, move on to my entertainment news. Um, for those who don't know, there was a school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, it was in the elementary school, uh, five people passed away, lost their lives mm-hmm. at a Christian uh, elementary school. And basically, the shooter left the manifesto and I'm not sure what was going on with the teacher. Uh, I believe it was the teacher that worked there who just went postal. Um, the teacher was transgender, so the person was born male and was transitioning to a woman. Um, yeah, it, it's just sad and crazy. like. If you're transitioning and you, you're already working at a school that that's a christian school i didn't understand the whole purpose of wanting to off everybody just because you feel judged or whatever the case may be like i, I don't understand people and their mental illnesses um but anywho that's another thing that happened in the news so it's sad and unfortunate rp to those victims Uh, RIP to all the victims that lost their lives in senseless, senseless, excuse me, acts of violence. Um, let me just move on to some entertainment news now. So, my entertainment news is basically let me just start off with the whole lotto thing. Lotto has been, she has been irking me, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, for those who don't know who Lotto is, Lotto. Is a rapper who tried to basically go to the pop genre, but the music, her music isn't selling. No matter, you know, if it's pop or the trap music, it's not selling. The only thing that she had that was successful was Big Energy, which is the song that she collaborated with, with uh, Mariah Carey. For in my honest opinion, that's the only reason why it popped was because of Mariah Carey. She sampled Mariah Carey's uh, fantasy song and happened to have Mariah Carey singing the hooks or whatever. And that was it. I mean, the uh, yeah, the hooks. I'm sorry. And that was it. Other than that, you know, it wasn't much too big energy. In fact, to me, it was annoying. However, she now has a show. Uh, a podcast seven seven seven, and it's just weird because ever since her feud with Nicki Minaj, she's just been doing more and more things like the person she doesn't like. It's it's weird how you know idol turn rival in this specific situation because she started off loving Nicki Minaj or whatever, but Nikki Declined wanting to work with her. And so ever since then, and she's not the only chick that got declined and felt some type of way and then all of a sudden want to like talk bad about Nikki uh, Some some chicks that did that. But my thing is this, like just because she doesn't want to work with you doesn't mean you have to like talk down on her and disrespect her. So now... After her, you know, going at it social media wise with Nikki, this was last year, and then recording a, <clears throat> excuse me, and recording a phone conversation that her and Nikki had, it was just so weird. And she leaked it, and basically in the phone conversation, she was gaslighting Nikki, m- you know, misconstruing and twisting her words and stuff to the point where Nikki was like, you know, I, I gotta go. Like it was annoying. I, I didn't like that for of, Like i didn't like what she was doing and then try to age shame nikki that was just the lowest blow because it's like honey her career is lasting longer than what you got going on right now like nikki is an icon she's legendary like she really ain't got nothing to prove she been in the game this long and still making hits after hits collaborated with so many people you know got so much solo stuff going on albums still selling platinum, like, baby, you still ain't sold a platinum album yet. Like, you can't even chart by yourself. So she's letting that Grammy go to her head, Lotto, that is. Anywho, because Nikki has her Queen's radio podcast, now all of a sudden, Lotto has a podcast. Now, this is not the first time Lotto has copied something of Nicki Minaj. She's been copying a lot of her lyrics, like recycling Nikki's lyrics and trying to like make them into her own or actually saying stuff word for word. And it's like, wow, I knew I heard this before. Nikki said it when you go back and look at stuff, like, I mean, listen to stuff. So she's been doing that as well as I remember when Nikki broke the net, when Nikki had did like three different poses in one scene picture wise like it was with her on the bed like she was menaging with herself this bitch lotto did a picture similar with her scissoring herself no other rap chick no other chick period was doing that but nikki but lotto is trying to mimic it's crazy how all of a sudden, she don't like Nikki. Ain't got nothing good to say about her. But you're mimicking. You're you're, you're copying. Like I don't understand that. I re- I refuse to copy and mimic somebody I don't like, or I can't stand, or I got a problem with. Ain't no way. Cause if I don't like you, or if I got a problem with you, I can't stand you. I ain't, I, I I can't stomach to do anything that you're trying to do, and think I'm doing it better. No. I'm not even going to try to do all that. If, I mean, it, it's just weird because Lotto's thinking is just, uh, mm, she, she gone. But anyway, she also confirmed in one of her snippets that's going to flop that she is messing with 21 Savage. Now, she didn't come out directly and say that. Of course she didn't. But we, the people that, you know, follow this messiness, we basically saw the tattoo that she got of Twenty One Savage's name around her ear in red. And it's a weird name. So it's not like it's not like a regular <clears throat> average name. Excuse me, it's not a regular average name. So therefore, we know it's Twenty One Savage's name. He the only motherfucker with that name. Um so anyways, she said one of the lyrics in her uh flop song was like If he bought you a Lambo, you would get his name tatted too. And it's like, bitch, what? You got his name tatted on you just because he bought you a Lambo? Yeah, it's giving week, bitch. But anyway, for those who don't know, 21 Savage is married with three kids. And he, you know, made... Lotto, his side chick slash mistress. But Lotto is so delusional, she doesn't want to believe that she's the side chick. She believes because he buys her gifts and the Lambo, all that stuff, she believes that she's number one. I don't know how she got that delusional. She's stigmatized clearly. And she has forced herself to believe that she's number one. And that, you know, they're in love and she's his girlfriend or whatever. I just don't understand if he is fully married with three children by his wife, and they have multiple pictures together and going family things together and all of that. So, I I don't know. I'm not saying he's not cheating on his wife. That's not what I'm saying. I just don't understand how Lotto could say he's hers when he's already, he belongs to somebody else legally. That's all I'm saying. But, anywho, that's her mess. I uh, just can't wait to hear a song where 21 is dissing her because it's coming soon. Because eventually, 21 is going to get tired. He's going to get tired of hearing all these subliminals that she's doing. And people are not stupid. They're putting two and two together, and they're figuring it out. He's going to put a stop to it eventually. He's going to be like, he's going to cut her off. And her music is going to sound a lot different. Just wait on it. Anywho, moving right on to the next topic. So now, let's talk about the show that I've been watching. The XScape and SWV, the Queens of R&B show. Oh my goodness, y'all. It is so good. I'm not gonna lie. It is good as fuck. So let me just start off with the light drama because for those who don't know, SWV and Escape, they did have beef with each other. For whatever reason, I don't know. But SWV came out like a year or two before Escape did. And for those who don't know, the group members of SWV is... Coco Lily, and Taj Coco is the lead singer and she's the voice of the group she carries the group okay Taj she sometimes like on a few songs she had a lead you know vocal wise but for the most part it's mainly Coco okay they like the backup singers anywho they had their issues with each other. They had broke up and then they got back together. They broke up because when Coco went solo, nobody wanted to sign them. So they had to find regular jobs or whatever to make ends meet. And they were upset at Coco for not wanting anything to do with them. Um, Coco was on her diva shit. And, you know, she did have an a album and she had some success. After she left the group with them, a little bit of success, she did, uh, what was that? Her song on her solo album was called Sunshine. And then she did the Men in Black. She sung, uh, the lead vocals on that track with Will Smith, uh, for the soundtrack, Men in Black. So she did have some success. However, when they got back together, that's when the other group members were able to get money when they were touring and stuff. So Yeah. All right, so their drama isn't, you know, too bad compared to Escape's drama. The group Escape, their drama is crazy. So let's just start off here. They have conflict with each other in the group of Escape, but then also it gets deeper than that. So let's just start off with the conflict between the group members of Escape. First and foremost, the members of Escape are Candy Burris, you got the Scott sisters, Latasha and Tamika Scott, and then you have Tiny. Her real name is Tamika as well, but they also call her Tiny because she's so short. She's the shortest member of the group, and she's married to Ti. So all them together make up the group Escape. So Candy and Latasha, their their beef was Latasha felt that Candy did something behind the scenes to make to make her not have her own solo deal because when the group escape broke up they broke up back in the day as well when they broke up candy went solo and candy had a very successful career she was she was and still is a songwriter to this day um she has some successful solo songs And on her project, on her album, that is. And she also collaborated and did some features with other artists as well as starred on Real Housewives of Atlanta, The Masked Singer, different shows, reality show stuff. And she also has a restaurant. So she has her hand in multiple bags. That's what I like about Candy. She's very smart, crafty, and business minded. I like that about her. Anywho, Latasha... From what I've been seeing on the show, is very jealous of that. She wished it was her now, don't get me wrong, Latasha. I love her voice. I feel like she had she was the voice of the group to me. I feel like her voice is the strongest out of all of them. However, Candy does sing more out of all of them, and she's the lead singer also that's what Latasha was. You know, bitter about. She felt like since her voice is the best, why is Candy the lead? And granted, Candy's voice to some people isn't the best. And for real, for real, I like Candy's voice. Yes, she can sing, in my opinion. However, I like Latasha's voice better than hers. But in the group wise, they are just in harmony with each other. That's what I like about it, and so um, th- that's what I like about them as a group. That's what I'm used to hearing. Like I'm used to hearing Candy. Then here come Latasha with her soulful runs and stuff. And then here come her sister, because the Scott sisters can sing. But anywho, um, you know Tiny. You know sometimes she don't get that many parts, but you know she is my least favorite vocal wise out the group. But anyway, anyway, so. Latasha, like I said, accused Candy of basically doing some shady stuff behind the scenes, stopping her from getting an album deal. And basically, when Candy left So So Deaf, she was with Columbia Records. And she's basically saying, How could I affect your solo career when I wasn't even affiliated with So So Deaf? as a music artist at the time she was only affiliated as a songwriter but not as an actual artist you know singing at that time so latasha for whatever reason tried to bring in the fact that she slept with jermaine dupree that's why she got her spot this down the third and it's like it, it just gave me bitterness like she basically she's upset that candy has the life that she want. Candy got way more success than her and she like damn, I'm more gifted voice wise, I'm more talented than her. Why does she outshine me? And see, Latasha when she, you know, when she basically was saying how at the time, you know, she was her weight was an issue, her looks was an issue. And, you know, she felt like that's what stopped her or that's they didn't support her solo endeavors because of that. And it's like, girl, no, every a lot of that stuff is in her head. That's her own insecurity. However, Latasha did lose some weight. You know, I shouldn't even say some. She lost a lot of weight and she, you know, bleached her skin a little bit. You know, for what I've been seeing, because she used to be way darker than that. And she got some, you know, some work done. You know, not a lot. But other than that, um, it's like, you know, she can do it now. But the problem is, and she fails to realize this, if she had better management, she could have went further than, you know, than what she went at the time. And now, because Kelly Price made it and she was big as fuck. Still is, for real, for real. Jill Scott made it who else was big at the time um um angie stone like just because she just because she was big she was giving that as an excuse and it's like nah that's not it your attitude and the fact that you had poor management baby girl because her husband she's been with her husband since what 95 he's been her manager ever since then and it's like he's not putting her in the right place and the right predicaments and she is mad at the wrong person. She's mad at everybody else but him. Like, it's okay, you know, to have your husband support you, but he don't have the experience and the follow through to get her where she want to be. So therefore, she needs to find new management. But for whatever reason, she don't want to do that. So that's what I don't like about Latasha. Latasha, from what I see on the show, she's a nasty individual. Her spirit... I don't like that. And oh, let me go into the other deeper realm of the escape drama. So I, that was just the group drama between Candy and Latasha. Okay. Now let's talk about the Scott sisters, Latasha and Tamika. So they have conflict with each other because Tamika said that Latasha and Latasha's husband stole her money. Okay. So back in the day, They were getting royalties from some uh, company. And basically, the company sent out the checks to their addresses. And for whatever reason, Latasha had the checks come to her address um, some kind of way. And Tamika was not staying with her. Tamika had no idea that she had money coming in. She had no idea. She was staying in New York at the time, allegedly. So therefore, whoever the person that knew about Tamika getting the check had the checks forwarded to that address. Not only did they f- forge the signature on it, but Latasha's husband signed off on the checks to have them deposited into the account. And this was years ago. Like maybe eight or ten years ago, I'm not sure how long ago, but it was a, it was some years ago, plural years. And Tamika is not over that clearly. and Tamika brought it up on the show. And Latasha, even Latasha's even their mom, was looking like, why is you bringing it up? This ain't happened, blah 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 blah. Like they don't want to talk about it. They're trying to get the camera crew to turn the cameras off. They trying to shut Tamika up about it and all of that. So long story short, Tamika did a video today dropping receipts because Latasha today or yesterday went on Queens of Soul, Fox's network, Queens of Soul, went on there and basically, you know, was asked by, you know, the different panelists on there about the money whatever actually no they didn't ask her about the money she brought it up without them asking it's like she was trying to she wanted to get it out the way and you know basically she did not answer none of the questions she tiptoed around it she talked about everything but give a yes or no if she took the money or not Basically, she did say that her sister Tamika was lying. tried to say she was a demon. She was evil, blah, 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 blah. I've seen this story before. I'll get into that later. But anywho, she went on to say that Tamika was lying and that this is a family issue and that they will deal with it uh, in private and it's in God's hands, all that stuff. So she, but she did, um, she didn't deny stealing the money. She just tried to make it seem like Tamika was lying and that she was disrespecting their mom, blah, 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 which ain't got shit to do with the question that was asked or the question that everybody wanted to know. Because like I said on the show, she nobody asked the question. She brought it up. Latasha brought that up on herself, on her own, I mean. So when Tamika saw or heard wind of what happened, that's when she went to her YouTube and dropped the video with receipts. So, she showed the signatures. Which, was, this is what I was proud of. Because I I knew, like, the way Tamika was passionate about it. I knew something had to happen. I knew something had to happen. I felt like she was telling the truth the whole time. Because Tamika was crying and everything. Like, she was hurt. But yet, her sister and her mama try to act like nothing happened, try to act like it's all in Tamika's head or it's so long ago. Like, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. They were gaslighting her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just weird, like, deflecting. So, anywho, in the video, like I said, she dropped the receipts showing basically the signatures, how they forged her signature. They changed her address, changed her email address. So they changed not only her home address, they also changed her email address. Then she showed like where they put down uh, Rocky's government name, which is what, Edward Bivin, something like that. And so basically like she proved her point. Not only did she did that, but she also... Uh, brought some lady to testify, who basically was a witness. It was like, yeah, I'm the one who wanted the girls to have all their royalty checks, so I contacted the ones I could, and she basically gave her testimony on what happened. Like, to you know, she was trying to give get Tamika her money, but it got forwarded to that address and wherever it was, and come to find out that address was to Latasha's house. But she, like the woman said, she was like she had no idea you know, that Latasha didn't live at that. I mean, excuse me, not Latasha. She had no idea that Tamika didn't live at that address. So, you know, that's not the lady's fault. However, the fault comes on to Latasha for signing her sister's checks because if you saw your sister's name on the shit, why would you forge your name on it and deposit it into your account and then act like you ain't do the shit? So, even though this was years ago, The option for Tamika at the time was to either, the only way for Tamika was, okay, let me, let me make it clear because I'm starting to, you know, get things all discombobulated. So the only way for Tamika to get her money back was for her to press charges on her sister, which she didn't do, which in my opinion, I feel like she should have did it. So the reason, and she also talked about why she didn't do it the reason why she didn't press charges on her sister was because she didn't want to break the family up this is what she was saying even though in my opinion the family was already broken up when her sister stole money from her embezzle fraud whatever you want to call it she did her sister in at that point so basically Tamika was like she didn't want to press charges on her sister she didn't want you know, any family drama she didn't want to go without life not being loved like she wanted to be close to her family and she didn't want the family to be apart or in an uproar because of her pressing charges on her sister I don't know that's some dumb bitch logic it ain't ain't that much love in the world like I get her but at the same time I'm like bitch what so anywho she gets an anonymous text from somebody threatening to blackmail her if she don't apologize to her Sister, and it's like how, like, Latasha got some audacity because I almost forgot on the show of uh Fox Queen Soul, Fox Soul, excuse me. She basically was saying how she wanted Tamika to apologize to her, and it's like, bitch what if you stole the money? How the fuck you want her to apologize to you? So basically, Tamika, in conclusion. Was saying that she loves her sister, she forgives her sister, but she's not going to allow her sister to make it seem like she was lying about anything. And if she wants to air out her, you know, sex tape, because it's a sex tape out there. Now, this is another thing I didn't understand. Tamika has a sex tape from when she was in her 20s and she gave it to her sister to put up for just some dumb shit. Gave it to her sister back then to put up, but all of a sudden, when she asked for the sex tape, all of a sudden, somebody broke into her uh, safe or took, took it out of wherever the place was at. Wherever the sex tape was at, it was stolen, allegedly. So now, all of a sudden, this text message that tamika got from an anonymous anonymous person all of a sudden they want to blackmail tamika if she don't apologize to latasha also they was making accusations about candy's husband uh todd basically trying to say he's on video sucking a tranny's dick and then they also said some stuff about tiny um and it's like weird it's given bitter it's given you know tit for tat It's given, you know, betrayal. So therefore, I I didn't like that. Um, I I totally look at Latasha and her husband in a different light because it's like, damn, bitch. Also, I forgot to mention that Latasha has a gospel deal with Motown Gospel under label. And it's like, damn, you are about to be a gospel singer. Or you are a gospel singer. Not even about to be. You are a gospel singer now. And this is what you, this is how you really are. This is your natural form. Like, it's weird how some people are. There's a lot of sheeps and, and it's a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing. That's what I was trying to say. It's a big ass mess, but it's very um, entertaining. And that just shows you right there that, you know, family can do you in trust me I am a survivor of family members doing me in doing me dirty so like I mentioned before in some of my podcasts this happens a lot in the black community like I wasn't shocked at all when you know I heard about the situation and how deep it was going it's just sad it really is um Latasha got a lot of issues She has a lot of self-esteem issues. She has a lot of greedy issues. Like, she's a very greedy person. Um, I feel like she wishes she was the only child. I feel like she, you know, wants all the fame, all the glory, but she ain't getting it. And so she's envious of people who are doing better than her. And she feels like she's entitled. I don't like that. So... Basically, in conclusion, I feel like Latasha is similar to Hedfany. I remember talking about Hedfany in the past. For those who have listened to my previous podcast in the past, you know who Hedfany is. Hedfany and Latasha Scott are very similar. Like, both of them like dudes, they ain't about shit. And they cling on to these long term relationships with niggas that don't do them any good like it's just weird I don't know what it is with them and then they make it seem like you know they're jealous of everybody else that's doing better than them and but yet at the same time try to make it seem like they're the problem like you know they they envious that you know they got all this going on the other people that they can't stand got all this going on and they feel like oh well I don't want to do this because they the problem or because of this that, and the third. And it's like, focus on you, then you won't have to worry about anybody else being a problem. Like I didn't understand why she took that girl's money and tried to act like she didn't. They have issues with accountability. They have issues with their ego. That's one thing. Well, not just one thing. That's some things that I noticed that Latasha Scott and Hedfany have in common. It's just it's just sad. And the things that I have in common with Tamika is being the dumb naive relative who tries to take so much because and, and and endure so much for love because I was just like Tamika excuse me Tamika I was just like her I didn't think that family could like do me dirty I never thought family would do me in I never thought family would go to the police on me testify against me in court lie about me gossip about me steal from me I never thought family would do something like that. I would expect that from strangers who don't know shit about me. But when family do that to you and they, su- and they supposedly love you and they think they know you, that's, a, that's when I'm like, nah. I, I can't forgive betrayal. I can't forgive nobody that did me in. I can't forgive that. And so I don't care. Like People be like, well, you got to forgive in order to be a Christian. Who the fuck said that? And I don't trust everything that's written in that book. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Like, come on now. Like, mm-mm. you can't tell me how to feel. You're not going to, you know, try to judge me. You didn't create me. So therefore, you're not going to judge me. And you're not going to tell me how to feel. If you've never been through what I went through, even if you have, you still have no right to tell me how to feel. This is my body, my choice. I can... Move on with my life, but I'm not going to forget and I'm not going to forgive. I don't have to do those things. I can move on. I'm moving on accordingly. But my thing is this people get mad when you bring it up and it's like, oh, you brought it up because you didn't forgive them. No, I brought it up because I didn't forget. Forgiveness is something that if the person wants you to forgive them, they got to acknowledge what the fuck they did. So, therefore, if you're acting like you ain't did shit to me, therefore, I don't have to forgive, forgive you for what? Forgive you for what? You don't, you don't think you did anything, so what the fuck are you talking about forgiveness for? And then, yeah, it, it's just sad. Like I said, when it comes to black girls, black women with their daughters, it's fucked up out here. And that show opened my eyes on how ratchet it can be in the black community. So, I've always talked about dusties, but it's a lot of, like I also talked to, in the past, there's some Pikmishas, there's some Mammies, some Dustyanas, and it's just very sad. It, it really is. Like, the black community got to get it together. So, that was the most dramatic things on there that I've seen. Now, I mean, of course, there's some other stuff going on, but for the most part, the things that people like are talking about that's trending was the fact that Latasha stole that girl's money and acted like she didn't do it. Her husband acting like he ain't do nothing. Even her husband is lying on Tamika Tomas, so she sent him some naked pictures of him of her. Like I, I didn't believe it because I'm like, it's given when he said that it's given, I'ma say this, I'ma make up a lie to so so people can you know try to believe that and get their mind off of us taking her money that's that's what it was giving me like you're trying to distract people like you know you took that girl's money so now all of a sudden you want to say she sent you some naked pictures really anyway so yeah it's just sad it really is but that's that's what they do and you know in that particular community um I saw a very a lot of similarities between uh you know Latasha and Pick Misha, aka Headfony, Stephanie Frazier. It was a lot of similarities. And I, I really can't stand people like that. I don't like that spirit. To me, that's evil. Like, and that's another thing that pissed me off. I didn't like how Latasha was trying to say her sister was evil and all of that. And it's like, bitch, you took her money. Like, she was really blame shifting and deflecting. I don't like that. And that's another thing that her and Latasha and and, uh, Hephany got in common. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. As well as the mama. Their mama, Gloria, is just like Raggedy Ann. So I definitely saw myself, like I saw my family dynamic situation, all of that in the show. And I'm like, wow, because when, whenever I try to sometimes explain it to people that ne- never heard anything like this before, they'd be like, oh my goodness, stuff like that happens. Now you see it on television because the Scott sisters, mom, their mama is siding with Latasha. And it's like she know what's going on. And that's the thing Tamika was talking about. Tamika on the sh- one of the episodes when she was talking to their mom, she was like telling her like she always sides with Latasha. You know, and Latasha majority of the time is wrong and she was like you always side with her. You never side with me. You always make me out to be the bad person. And you know, it was just crazy. For those who have not watched the show, Watch the show for yourselves and you'll see what I'm talking about. And it's fucked up from everything I've talked about in the past on my uh, past episodes on my podcast. You'll see what I'm talking about on this show. It just is very similar. And also, let me put out there um, on my last podcast, I had mentioned the death of Raggedy Ann. Well, unfortunately, she has not passed away. So, the person, you know, gave me some false information, but at least I'm real enough to put it out there that, you know, it was a mistake. You know, I went with the source and my source was wrong. Raggedy Ann is alive. So, there you have it. I'm pretty sure she's still miserable, still, you know, trying to find company because, you know, misery loves company. I'm sure she's still you know, cool with people I don't get along with. My thing is this, just because I don't get along with somebody doesn't mean that they, okay. Like if I'm no longer speaking with you, that doesn't mean that I hate you, but I definitely don't want nothing to do with you. I will say that if that makes me your enemy, then so be it. But if you betrayed me or if you owe me money and you acting like you don't owe me money or if you lying on me and gossiping about me, um, anything like that, disrespecting me, put your hands on me, anything like that. I clearly don't fuck with you. So it is what it is. And all I can say is karma is a bitch. So with that being said, I am going to end today's show. I finally got out what I needed to say. Uh, I apologize for stammering over, you know, words and stuff, trying to hurry up and get out what I wanted to say. But, anywho, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. And I just want to say, uh, before I end the show, learn how to spot someone who is very, uh, how can I put it, who's very conniving. Because. As I mentioned before, there are some wolves out there in sheep's clothing. Like, people can easily fool you until certain situations bring out their true character. So just watch your surroundings carefully and trust your instincts. That's all I can say. So thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow the page on Facebook. Um, Intergalactic Wit, as well as the YouTube channel, Intergalactic Wit. Once again, I will do some videos there and post them soon. I'm also going to post my Istanbul Turkey video. I know I said I was gonna post it, but I was trying to wait uh, for the six months because since I had my surgery, um, my six months is getting ready to come in to so where you'll actually you know, see how everything looks. And I don't want to say what I got done because I want you to watch the video, okay. And so make sure you go over to the Intergalactic Wit podcast. Um, I mean the Intergalactic Wit channel on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and you'll be alerted when the video drops. So anything else I drop there. okay. Also go to the TikTok. Um, Intergalactic Wit is the name there. Subscribe or follow the channel there. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I think that's about it. Um, if you have any questions, comments or concerns, email intergalacticwit at gmail.com. If you have any products that you would like promoted, also email that uh, mailing address as well. And once again, thank you all for listening to today's show. Bye for now. Intergalactic, blind children, one children, it's Intergalactic, blind children, one children, it's a